in front of the character and the character would just be like uh-huh. and like it, it's like every single fucking time dude i'm just like shut the fuck up welcome to the deal gaming podcast i'm bobby i'm nick i was considering if i'm a lush what do you think bobby <laughs> I don't. Would you say yes? What's a lush? I don't know, man. I'm only here one day a week. Uh, I think that's somebody like drinks daily, right? Or like no, that drinks a lot. Drinks a lot. A drunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm a professional. Like I'm rarely drunk. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Because you can uh, acclimate to alcohol, and you're yeah. still getting really drunk. You're just kind of used to it. Yeah. You know how to act. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then. I know how to act on alcohol. <laughs> I'll, I'll change my intro to that. What's a dandy? Um, I know there's like lushes. I know there's dandies. Like, is the dandy someone that's like super damper and then drinks all the time? Super damper? Dapper, I think. Dapper. Dapper, sorry. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That not like a really old term. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure. But <laughs> those are good words. We're bringing back the old. Yeah. Good wow. We're, okay. we're bringing back some colloquial terms that no one understands. No, I don't drink during the week, so I don't think I'm a lush. Okay. Mostly. Whatever you got to tell yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I want to comment on this bag of popcorn here that Emilio got me. This is, I got a funny story about this. So you got this from Costco, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've had it before? Uh, I have not. Okay. But at Costco, Pop which is. I don't want to eat it on, on mic. It's going to be all loud and shit. Maybe later. Maybe oh, later when I get home. Um, but, you know, at Costco, it's like this huge giant store we have here. You can buy like a four pack of pianos or some shit. You know, it's just <laughs> absurd, the quantities you can buy there. Um, but, you know, in Costco, they always have the uh, people with samples out, and they're always like trying to hustle it. So there's this guy handing out, this is called Popcornopolis, or let's see, Popcorn... Popcornopolis is these what this people, stuff is called. These people need to run these puns by. <laughs> there should be a national pun board. <laughs> but anyway, this guy was handing out samples of this, and he's really into it. And he's he's yelling out like he's working at a ball game or something. And, zebra, and, bro, get your zebra here. <laughs> and he's not even saying it right. He's saying popcorn, Popinopolis, popcorn, <laughs> get your popcorn, Popinopolis. And it was just like the weirdest thing. So for like months afterwards, I'd just be walking around the house, you know, with my girlfriend because we, we experienced this together. And I'd just be like popcorn. <laughs> Popinopolis. <laughs> to this day, it still happens. Like when I ask her for some popcorn, I'm going to oh, get some God. popcorn. Popinopolis. Popinopolis. How do you guys not find this funny? Dude, this is so funny. He's, he's selling the shit, but he's saying it wrong, and he's so into it. Confident, it's, it's, what is it called? Confidently incorrect? <laughs> yeah, that's, oh man, that's subreddit. Oof. Yeah. Never forget that guy, man. <laughs> that that was like three years ago, dude. <laughs> the, joke, like the, the joke man. is still continuing to this day. Uh, and now you're all part of it. Yeah. So uh popcorn, popinopolis. I've never heard anyone yell at a Costco for yeah, nobody Yeah, yeah no, dude. Ever. It was like in general, they don't want your like they don't want you to come yeah, out. Yeah, no, this guy was for. scooping it up and like <laughs> shouting it out, dude. It was like, get your popcorn. Yeah, dude. It was like being like, a Bill, if you game. don't get rid of this fucking popcorn, you're fired. And he's like, oh, shit. Shit. All right. Uh, Bobby, that's like your perfect retirement job, dude. So, <laughs> just perfectly popcorn. Just a, a popcorn vendor? Yeah, a popcorn <laughs> vendor. So, it's the only thing uh, in, in in all of your life that you yeah. found that was worth fighting for. Yeah. 
Bobby Redenbacher. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about some video games here. I feel like we've got a real light show coming up, but maybe it's just because we had that huge show last week. You know, everything's been announced. There's not anything really that new coming up, except for I noticed Super Meat Boy Forever is going to be released in January, right around the corner here. I remember this game being announced. I knew it was being worked on, knew all about it, but... I didn't know it was being released so soon. It, to be honest, I thought it had already came out. I Me mean, too. I thought it did too. Yeah. Um, maybe it's just on Steam or for PC. I don't know. But yeah, the Steam release date is in January. Um, Are you guys fans? I like the first Super Meat Boy, but I didn't finish it. Uh, but I know it was a hugely popular game. That would be an accomplishment if you've passed that game, right? That's like a Cuphead level. I don't think right? so. I don't know, because the whole thing, I, I don't think the Super Meat Boy levels are too challenging because you play them over and over and over again. Instantly. And it, yeah, and you die and you instantly respawn, and it doesn't really, you aren't supposed to be careful with that. So it's not like there's an element, it's not like there's a lot of luck involved, but it is kind of like just... Uh, for, uh, what is it? Brute force? You yeah. Just, you're just going to go until you fucking pass You it. just keep trying until you eventually... Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. You succeed. But yeah, it is a challenging game. And Super Meat Boy looks like it's going to be a lot more the same, although they're boasting over 5,000 different levels. I don't know if those are randomly generated or, or what. With that number, I assume they must be. Uh, but it is in, uh, it also mentions that it's an auto runner, too. So you are always in motion. So they're doubling oh. down on this like quick... Um, uh game speed too. Two characters always moving forward regardless. Yeah, yeah. That's so good. Do you guys remember, you know what? You guys remember that's kind of how the game, game was that, anyway. Yeah. Do you guys remember the Flash game before Super Meat Boy that's kind of like very, very similar to it? That was like a big inspiration to it? Uh, it's called N+. Plus. Uh, I mean, that, came out on P, uh, that came out on PC as well. I remember. Yeah, that. eventually it got a full release on PC and then PS4 and then it came N plus plus and then N plus, I think there's like N triple plus that's coming out eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. Hmm. I'm it, I, all these games that started off as Flash games like Isaac and stuff that eventually be coming out like as full games is so cool, man. It's always nice to see that like, mm-hmm. these games I used to play in high school that <laughs> on like the school computer. Now is the developer of this game and. Um, Edmund, uh, Edmund McMillan, are they like buddies or something? No, Ed McMillan, he puts shit in his games all the time. Like, he puts a bunch of Warhammer shit in there, and he puts a bunch of other, like, obvious, like, movie things and, and other stuff like that. And I'm guessing he doesn't have partnerships with, like, hmm. Freddy versus Jason creators. But they were in the documentary together, right, Bobby? That one documentary that goes in on super meat boy yeah yeah uh indie game yeah i think it was just called so. indie game um was that on hbo uh no you can get I, for a while you could get it for free on steam it's, it's not hard to find um but no it was him the creator of fez and god i can't remember the other characters that were in that but it was like big games that a lot of people have heard of indie game the movie that's what it was yeah, Phil Fish, yeah, creator of Fez, Ed, Edmund McMillan. Um, and I can't remember the other games that were in that, but yeah, that was a good documentary from what I recall. Uh, can I cut the line here a little bit uh, just because I don't want to forget about it? Anybody else watching The Witcher Season 2? I haven't watched it yet. Me and Leslie are going to start watching it. We knocked out about three episodes last night. It's it's quality stuff, man. It's good. Uh, you like it? Yeah, it's good for sure. Um the first season was confusing 
because it starts it goes in reverse which you yeah, don't even, yeah you don't even know like until you figure it out you don't even know by then it's too late to like enjoy it so you have to rewatch it and this is like normal it's like normally paced uh there's a lot of flashbacks and stuff and a lot of a lot of information that you don't know about like who these people are or non game players wouldn't know who they are uh, talking about these different factions and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm wondering if like people that didn't play it can enjoy it. Cause there is a lot of uh, talking like lore based stuff. Yeah. Um, but enjoyable. The monsters look great. Uh, makeup and uh, special effects look great. Uh, yeah. Siri. I thought uh, the casting for Siri was fucking pretty great. I didn't like her first, the first season. And then now I'm like, Oh, now that she's a couple years older and she's a good actress, like yeah i can get behind there i'm kind of rooting for her so wait in the first season different actress younger well there was a two-year gap between season one and season two so it might be the same girl i don't know okay yeah um but yeah digging it did you watch the first season Bob? no i didn't yeah i heard the first season people were kind of about it so you know i wasn't like too gung-ho about it in the first place so i i skipped it but i'm hearing better things about the second season i think if you i thought it was the same girl i think if you're trying to do something avant-garde like do the whole thing in reverse. Mm-hmm. Let the let the people know ahead of time. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like what? You seriously have to watch it twice to enjoy it. That's <laughs> so. It's like a twist in the last episode where they reveal that that it's been no, no, yeah. just figure it out. Yeah, like, oh, like, okay, isn't the first scene like a giant battle, and you're like, okay, this is a way to start this off, and then you realize it's the last battle of like uh, the whole thing. They just like, like memento in, the whole thing. It yeah. just goes backwards, yeah. scene by scene. Yeah. Huh. Um, but yeah, good stuff there, but nothing compared to fucking arcane. I'm still, I'm still fucking <laughs> buzzing off of that. Uh, so Sam had a brosada, which uh, a posada is like when we get together and have a party Mexicans. Anyway, so brosada is all their high school friends. And then there's this like guy who's only been playing league for the last, whatever, 10 years. It's the only game he plays, blah, blah, blah. And then he's probably some, still bad at it. Some, somebody said arcane and he's like, what? He ran over from wherever he was. He's like, Did you like it? <laughs> he was he, waiting for somebody. He was waiting. Dude. He busted out his phone. He's like this person. He's like, look at these, uh, is Easter eggs, this guy and this guy. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I was into it. Uh, but, <laughs> but not, yeah, as, like good as, said, not as much as that guy, like, you know, triggered is usually something negative. This guy was triggered for positivity. He's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Someone's talking about something I know. That's yeah. ah! insane that they have over 150 characters in League now. He said 200 is what really? he said. Maybe, that, oh, you were drunk. Baffles the mind. I noticed I saw an advertisement on Steam for Smite. They had a new God release, Atlas, and it's they were advertising now over 100 gods in the Jeez. game. I remember when that had, like, what, 16 when I started yeah. playing? Yeah. Uh, it's just so many. Crazy. It seems... I don't, I don't know how, like, it's been so long since I played a MOBA, but I, I wonder how that affects the, um, the meta. Like, can you even, can you even balance after that? Or is it, or that's kind of how Dota was. I, I thought they had so many characters at a certain point where like you could get to the, um, the big games, like the big tournaments and people would just pull out some random strat that they'd been hiding all along. Yeah. That was super effective and nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way that's kind of cool. All the time in league. Yeah. All the time. And I don't know. I think that's kind of cool from a, a spectator point of view because it's exciting. 
but that's got to be frustrating as a player because it's not like when you watch baseball or football and somebody just does something so outlandish, you're just like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> no, dude, we all, we've all been practicing the same game. And, you know, it's just, of course, I, I don't know. I don't want to use the the comparison between esports and regular sports because I mean, there's too many differences there. Every once in a while when you see like a crazy football play that is never used, like faking. The flea the, flicker. Yeah, some <laughs> crazy shit. Like it's yeah. fun. It's fun, especially if it works. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what picking a certain character, Nija or something. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but I remember Bobby, like when there were around 35 characters, Bobby's like, they can't keep doing this. They can't keep coming out with a new God every two weeks. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there's an established meta. And meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, new gods. Right. And we were like completely opposite. Uh, yeah. Because he like, well, that's know. a, that's what people really want. And I was never a fan of that. Like I was totally on the other end of that. And I, I realized that I'm like a very small minority when it comes to that, because it was a big deal when heroes of the storm, um, went into, what do they call it? Uh, I don't know, like basically life support, but they had a name for it. You know, when they stopped developing the game basically, uh-huh. and they were just going to keep supporting it, but not developing it. Um, and the, the heroes that they released is like, I don't know what it is now, like three a year or something, maybe. Um, but to me, I'm just like, great, you know, let the meta settle and it doesn't have to shake up every three weeks and you got to relearn the game, you know, so you're constantly in this state, but, I don't know. Nothing gets people more excited in a MOBA than a, a new character. So, until so. you're until you're actually playing the game and then you're trying to choose that character, then everyone else tries to choose it. Yeah, you know, you go through a little bit of that where everyone's fighting over that character. It gets banned because it's too overpowered and it's got to be tweaked a little bit. But I, I feel like it's an easy way for the developers just to like get um, people excited about the game again. It's like, oh, new character. There we go. I'd rather like shoehorn my shitty character that I'm good at than, than following the meta. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and that's I, the best way to do it too, is just get really good with one character. Cause then you learn how to play against the other characters as well. And, and I know that my shitty character isn't going to get fucking nerfed more on all of this later. When we get into magic to gathering <laughs> and the meta shit's crazy, man. Um, okay. So final fantasy seven remake for PC um, is kind of out. Some people have, I don't think, is it out, out? I don't know. Either way, uh, people are saying there's a bunch of problems with it. Mostly, um, there's no graphical settings. It's like... That's like, weird. There's like two graphical settings, guys. It's like... Um, I think you could pick your frame rate, but not variable. And then like high and low. Something like that. And um, so that's the big complaint that people are, are, are saying. There's no V-Sync toggle. There's no... It's just no anti-aliasing. None of that. Uh, can't even set your resolution. I think you can. I think you can set your re- resolution. But on PS5, it has this thing called like dynamic resolution, where it modifies the resolution to keep the frames at sixty percent. So you know you could be at playing at four K, and then it'll drop down to like ten eighty in the crazy parts. Oh, okay. Oh, to, to keep the the, the frame rate up. at yeah. sixty FPS. Okay. The, that's not an option on PC. Huh. Um, and it shouldn't be because we have enough horsepower to run it at whatever. Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> just just buy a graphics card at five hundred dollars over MSRP. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, buy a ten buy a ten sixty for like five hundred dollars. You know, uh, despite all this, um, it's seventy bucks, but it's at ninety percent on Metacritic. So it's still a good game. Um, like I guess there's a couple issues here and there. 
a couple some stuttering and like not it's not um optimized uh but overall it's still a really good game it's just the 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 port wasn't very good so i bought this for ps5 or ps4 one of the two anyways all right it was fun i played it for about three hours me and leslie were playing it but it suffers from this anime trope that a lot of animes have and it's what i call anime passive sounds and it's where just like characters are just like ah, uh, uh, you've uh, you've mentioned this a lot, uh, dude. Mm, <laughs> it's like the uh, third time mentioning it sounds like a tennis match it really it really bothers you that's good dude <laughs> it does like it, it'll be like someone walking by the street like like walking in front of the character and the character would just be like uh-huh and like it, it's like every single fucking time, dude. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. It's just another person walking. But like they're just trying to be, they're just trying to have emphasis, you know. Like it's, it, I get it, but it's not, it's not needed. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I don't know why it bugs me so much. Yeah, I honestly, don't. As, as somebody who makes so much noise ambiently, just your your body makes a lot of noise, dude. Uh, you you should you should be one to talk. You're I know just, I'm so fat. You're like, always just sitting there going. Blur, blur, blur. I'm so fat. I make dad noises too. So I'm just like, I get up. I'm just like farting and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're not one to talk. It right. happens, man. But it happens, it, man. I don't know. I, I'm not like a. I'm not like some like weird anime teen that's like drawn to you know be this and that and like every five seconds I'm just like, what? Oh. Wait, how much like, does this let, game cost? Let, $70. Wow. Let me be a fucking voice actor, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I voice act the shit out of Final Fantasy Yeah, VII. I'm sure you would do good at the times, but you'd fucking fuck, fuck everything up by making random noises in between your, your takes. <laughs> between all the takes. Dude, this is not the random noise section. Stop making them. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, I don't know if we want to mention this, but Recycled saying in chat that the reason why it's so bad is because Square Enix accidentally shipped the debug version. I read. I read about that. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was the. If that's that's that sounds like they're trying to sweep it under the rug and being like, "Oh, we we fucked up," you know, like. um, (laughs) Just kidding. It was version. Point yeah. nine nine. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get the right one out to you guys in about two months. So we'll see. But when this game came out for console, it was pretty well received, right? Yeah. yeah. So we just got technical oh. problems. Yeah, and uh, I guess Zap has both versions, or at least he compared his PS5 version to the PC version. He said uh, that there's less characters on screen on the PC version. There's um oh the the fucking the buttons like push circle here and push X pop up still on the PC on version. the PC version. Final Fantasy has had like a a long history of making pretty lazy PC ports, though, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation about other Final Fantasy yeah. games. I was about to say I don't have any experience with it, so I can't. I haven't. I'm not gonna talk out of my ass on that one. Um, I you know one day uh, back last time I worked nights, I'm like. I had a way more downtime. I was just fucking sitting there. Uh, now I'm actually working. But anyway, uh, I was like, what can I play on my phone? Blah, blah, blah. So I found Chrono Trigger. The full game is on on 
fucking. Did uh, you just say Chrono Trigger? Yeah, Chrono Trigger. Chrono, you fucking <laughs> savage. <laughs> um, so the whole thing's on on fucking the Google Play Store, mm-hmm. and it's like fifteen bucks. But uh, apparently, the controls are pretty rough. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, if they can do it on mobile and it, it kind of works, why can't they do it on a fucking goddamn PC? <sighs> All right. Um, what do you got, uh, Nick? Jim. So I got something that, you know, like when in like video games, there's like the when you make a decision and like the game lets you know, it's like everyone like that. Yeah. This is one of those moments where it's like everyone like that. Uh, they made a new Baldur's Gate game or like some sort of like reimagining or remaster. It's called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and it's like a almost like a Diablo clone. Yeah, I think this and you go for like PlayStation, dude. They're saying Yeah. This. Yeah. But it looks fun as shit. Um it finally came to PC. Um there was a game that came out after this called Champions of Noroth. And this looks extremely like it. And the only bad thing about it is it's fucking thirty dollars. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. I think this people, is something that dude? needs to be like ten bucks. Oh my god. So, so this was an, a very old game that they're now putting on Steam. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> but yeah, it, just it, go fuck themselves. I don't know. I think they I, whole- I think for being this late. You know, I, I get it. It's a D&D game. Like, it has to do with the D&D universe. And, and you know, D&D is really trendy right now. Uh, and they're trying to, ca- like, catch on that. But I don't know about $30 worth. Yikes. But. Yeah, that's that's a lot. That is a lot. All right. Um, so, Noble Fates. Uh, I basically picked this up for uh, Christian. So it's like a city builder game. You're a little more zoomed in uh, than most games. You're, it, it seems a little more personal. Uh, like you can actually tell individuals between them. You can send them out to do certain things. Apparently they're intelligent and they have um, uh, personality traits. So you can like pick out like a stound out guy and promote him to captain or whatever. And... Uh, I thought that was an original take on it. Usually, I, I guess RimWorld is kind of like that. But, you know, usually the city builders, you're ma- you have a bunch of, like, faceless people. And on this game, you can take a third-person perspective of uh, any one of your guys at any point and get in on the action, planting your pumpkins. <laughs> you can just God control any of the NPCs. Yeah, and the graphics, they're cute. Um, they look like uh, For the King or something, even more, a little more smoothed out, actually, than For the King. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think it looks cool. I think, uh, Christian, you should take a look at it because I'm not going to play it. Yeah, I'm such a sucker for these type, dude. <laughs> play, I'll play like every single one of these games that come out. So, and then yeah. and then when we play board games, you want to play fucking the, the board game version of Civ. What is that called? Exactly, yeah. What is that called? Like, check out this game it. I found. What is it? Civ. For the table. What do you call it? <laughs> How much is this game? Uh, oh, twenty dollars. American dollar runies. Twenty dollars okay. early access. I imagine it'll go up once it's out of early access. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty good. I yeah, like that. Good. I like that angle. And you know, RimWorld, great game. But I, I really can't get over the graphics as much as it pains me to say that. Like, I have a tough time with those, those sim games that are just 
so Sprites. bare bones. Yeah. Yeah. I um, like, I really like, um, in these games, like Frostpunk did it the best, but when you have those moral choices pop up for your people mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, depending like the, what the you overarching moral choices. Yeah. And it's like a storyline and like, I've played so much of these games that when there's like even a little bit of a storyline, like I love that. Like, I'm like, yes, give it to me. Yeah. Did yeah. you play the newest DLC for, for, uh, Frostpunk where you go back in time and it's before the great freeze. Yeah. No, that was a great like DLC. That? I loved it. I real I like all the Frostpunk DLCs. I think it's like uh, some of the most expressive um like content for an RTS I've ever played. They all have like these super unique stories. Uh yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to check that out, but I never had the balls to check out Frostpunk. I just I feel like it's going to consume my life, but we'll get to that later on. That's I remember the it was one of the first ones on Game Pass where I was like Whoa! This is free on because it was like the third week. I was like, "This is like forty dollars on Steam right now." Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, Chris, just right now, like, what's what's the hands down best city builder slash RTS slash four X? Um, damn, dude, it's got to be no. It's it's got to be. Uh, uh, in between City Skylines and Medieval 2 Total War, probably, for me, personally. Oh, I wouldn't put Medieval on one of those games. Total it's, War. Um, City Skylines is great. The modding community for Medieval 2 is really uh, good, and they have all these like deep historical mods that like just take you to a very specific place and then make the map really big. I uh, I like going going into those. And then, yeah, City Skylines. Yeah, I remember when amazing. that came out. It, like, it shat all over SimCity. <laughs> Doesn't Medieval yeah. Two have the biggest Lord of the Rings mod out of all the uh, out of all the the Lord of uh, the Rings Warhammer mod games? is goddamn intense. Like it's crazy. You can play yeah. through the whole era of Lord of the Rings from like yeah. the start of the Third Age, and uh, yeah, I mean, super illegal. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, I found out a all crazy stat. Are. I found out a I found out a crazy stat. So. The year that the Urukai models came out, because Games Workshop makes the Lord of the Rings board game, right? The year that the Urukai models came out, they outsold the Space Marine uh, like uh, squad, like your standard Space Marine squad, like the the number one selling like model set that they have. It outsold that set like easily, even though. Probably nobody plays that game comparatively. And nobody plays that game. It's the only model set to ever outsell the Space Marine set. Huh. Probably it's, just, it's people just wanted to put it on their shelves and shit. Probably. Yeah, you get twenty four <laughs> models. It's actually pretty cool. All right, uh, I threw this on real quick, and I honestly forgot to research it, but I wanted to mention it. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic, the board game. So they announced this a long time ago, but they recently had an update where they've shown quite a few pictures of it, and it just got me so excited seeing the pictures. You know, coming out of DLGCon recently, where we played a lot of tabletop and board games, um, really enjoying those. So this looks, it, it looks expensive, but it looks really good as well. Like they've got character sheets. Um, they've got a lot. It looks very involved. Like there's a lot going on Super here. You can involved. even, you can even do the, the, uh, weapons and upgrades. It looks like, like there's some really granular, uh, detail here that I, I really wouldn't expect. You know, some of the board, the tabletop games we play are a lot of fun, but they're very simple. This looks, 
a little complicated. <laughs> like, like, look at that shot of the table and just them all playing. Look at all that stuff there. Just yeah. so much. <laughs> like, I... I don't know. I got to read through this whole post. They've got a whole post on it on the Deep Rock Galactic Steam page that you can check out. Um, I've got to do that. I would love to play this game, though. Let me throw something out there for uh, for future DLG cons. You should have one hundred percent grasp on how to play the game that you brought. Because, like, I busted out the Street Fighter, and people were asking me shit that I didn't know. I felt so embarrassed, and I, then people were like, <laughs> "Yeah, they like casually walked away in the middle of the game." Yeah, it's it's tough, man, because these tabletop games, it's not like a video game where you just kind of you can't break the rules or it bounces you back in place like this. You really need to know know the rules in order to play correctly. But well, what was what were all those numbers, uh, Chris, if you uh, if you scroll up what oh, the spreadsheet of uh, uh, video games that have board games and the success of their Kickstarter projects. Oh, interesting. Damn. So they're talking about like, is it worth it? And yeah, the, yeah, is it worth their it? work? Oh wow! And this Binding of Isaac game that we played at DLG Con, so fun. Kickstarter, I didn't know, made two and a half, yeah, two point six million dollars. Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> that Darkest Dungeon board game looks interesting too. That one made five and a half million. Jeez. Whoa, that's insane, dude. The crew, oh, there's a Crusader King, dude. Bobby, if anyone at Next DLG Con... What, the Deep Rock one? By the way, Bobby's never brought one board game. <laughs> Here's the thing, dude. Never I, I'm not never really... Won. I'm Bobby not, like, super into tabletop. Like, I'll play it when everyone's playing it, and it's a good time, nah, but, I'm like... I've never, I've never really been that into it, but like this, I'm like, okay, this looks pretty good. Like I, I'd, I'd probably get this one. Yeah, maybe a darkest dungeon one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who else is gonna buy it? You gotta buy it, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully it'll be done in time for next DLG Con. Yeah, yeah, but I, I imagine it's only four players. I could see Bobby holding this box in the middle of his apartment, like, where's it possibly gonna fit? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do not have a lot of room. All right, next game on the radar is milk inside a bag of milk inside a bag of milk. Did I say milk enough? Oh, milk inside fuck? a bag of milk inside a bag of milk. Yeah. So this is a like a graphic. What do you call these, Bobby? Uh, you know, when there's text and and steel oh, images. Visual novel. Visual novel. Yeah, uh, that's what it seems like to me. Um, I don't really care what the fuck it's about. I guess it's a girl with depression or something. Uh, anyway, it's overwhelmingly positive. Thousands of reviews. Um, but the way I stumbled upon this is because milk outside of a bag of milk, outside of a bag of milk, uh, came up on my feed for some reason. And it was like from the acclaimed, or the sequel to the acclaimed inside a bag of milk. <laughs> so then I clicked on that and I found this. So yeah, and then the outside of bag of milk, the uh, sequel, is uh, doing really well as well. So there's a fan base here. I wonder how good these games are. I guess the writing must be really good. Um, graphically, uh, there's not much there, but they do a lot with what they have. Um, I mean, it's atmospheric, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's fucking two bucks. It's a dollar, and it has these crazy reviews. So somebody wrote a spun a spun a, a yarn, and it mm. was good. So. Uh, if you Maybe like that, uh, Reedy games, check it out. That Baldur's Gate game should take like a hint or two from this price point. I think. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you into it? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'd buy it, that. It's probably, it's probably a pretty short game, yeah. I'd imagine. So I don't know. 
Maybe, but okay. You like short. You like cheap. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like you're perfect. That's true, but I do not like visual novels. Oh, the did. cyberpunk Valhalla bartender one was pretty good. Yeah, but I don't I know. Huh? Can't really think of too many others. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, let's talk about some games we have played. Um, I'll start this off. This isn't exactly a game, but I've been using Windows 11. Uh, How do you like it? Um, they've actually made a lot of improvements. So a, a topic that constantly comes up, it actually just came up today when we were playing Sea of Thieves, is that Microsoft doesn't seem to know what the hell they're doing when it comes to like UI and UX, which is a fair criticism. Um, like even the Windows uh, 10 operating system, there's a lot of stuff in there. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Um, but Windows 11 actually seems like... I don't know. They keep doing it's a lot better, but it's like Windows does what they've always done is just look at Mac and see what's working over there and then kind of steal it. Um, I really like the new snapping controls. I know that's not like a big feature or anything, but the uh, the window snapping is a lot better in that. And it's got we're back to the curved edges, like the rounded corners on all the windows now, too. I feel like it goes back and forth. Right. Like five, six years ago, we we're all into like the sharp corners. Now we're back to like the rounded cars, ones. Dude. I like who's in charge of all of this. Yeah, like, I don't know. Cars are all round and then they're all fucking angular and then they're all round. <laughs> Yeah, it just it goes back and forth. It's a well, there's style no progress thing. Re- regress to claim yeah. that it is progress. Um, but I've been running it on. So, so the whole thing with Windows 11 is that you got to have a TPM, a trusted platform module. But you can get around that. I I downloaded this and installed it to a, a virtual machine, and there's a way to get around it with a bunch of like registry hacks. I mean, I guess it's not really hacks. Mo- uh, Microsoft has something in the knowledge base about it, but you can find a YouTube video that just walks through all the steps if you want to download it and play around with it. And that's because you didn't want to do the full conversion without checking it out. Um, well, it's not, this is like a, a preview version. Oh, it's going to expire. Yeah. I've just been, I've been having to do a lot of stuff with VMs for, uh, work. So I just thought, ah, fuck it, dude. I'll check out windows 11 while I'm at it. Uh, are you going to make the jump at home? Um, well, windows 11 isn't even out yet. I got, so I was, uh, I got an update on my computer and it's like, do you want to upgrade to windows 11? You know, that's crazy. Somebody at work got that too. Yeah. And I, got, I, I have it too, which oh, is really? stupid because I need, I need a, I need uh, what you what the thing that you said that something is an the TPM, TPM. Yeah. yeah, you know, and a I lot of motherboards ha- you don't have that because a lot of times they're just disabled on your motherboard. You could go into the well, BIOS or the UEFI for some reason. You know, I'm gonna literally bring it up right now and I'll tell you what it says. Get on your mic, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Use your microphone voice. There you go. <laughs> yeah, microphone voice. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> A lot of times, like, motherboards will have that, but they're disabled. You can also buy some, like, if you have an MSI board. Um, I think they've got the socket for that where you can buy one. I don't know how expensive they are. I think they're on Amazon for, like, 30 bucks or something. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm not in any rush to uh, uh, update to Windows 11, and I don't really know what advantages this would have from a gaming perspective. But just the general... The general UI of it is, I think, is a lot better than ten. Um, I need I a, I need a secure boot. That's what it says. Secure boot. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, I did all the other things that it says that I need. Yeah, you should be able like, to enable that in your UEFI. But I tried, but for some odd reason, the options aren't there. Like I followed so many fucking like random YouTube instructions, and it's just not there. Well, you gotta have, like, look up your motherboard board. and first of all see if it has that TPM that you need. Guys, yeah. what do you think for like a, a segment on the show? 
we take listener calls, but we just like uh, do like technical troubleshooting. You know, that sounds oh, horrible. That's that just, sounds like that's just my job, dude. I You're just describing my, what I do for a living. Uh, <laughs> but um, while I was checking out this operating system, though, um, I did check out uh, the Microsoft Games, which has been like part of Windows since like the early days of Microsoft, right? But now it's incorporated yeah. into um, whatever they call it, like Microsoft games or Xbox game pass. Like it logged me into my Xbox game pass account. And oh boy. so, yeah, you can look at my, my profile and see that I've been playing solitaire for <laughs> like a whole bunch. It's like, but Bobby just got solitaire this and minesweeper. This Halo achievement. Yeah. And I'm getting achievement. My solitaire achievements in solitaire and minesweeper are showing up on my feed right next to halo infinite. But, um, Solitaire and Free Cell, man, still solid games. Got to say, dude, like those, those are still great games. Um, no Ski Free in the Microsoft Games section, though. A little surprised about that. Where's my Space Pinball? Space Pinball. <laughs> they had, uh, yeah, God, what yeah, else did they have? What was it? What was officially? It wasn't called Space Pinball, but it was called something. They had like a tank one too. I don't know because there were some that were on the disc, but then they're the ones that were always installed with Windows. And I guess they're not doing that now. Like they, you have to get them through the the Microsoft Store. But yeah, but yeah, man. So that was that was cool. Checking out the new the new OS. Yeah. What did you play, Emilio? I uh, <clears throat> boy. You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> so, oh what, what do you, okay, so Magic the Gathering came out with a new, not a new set. Well, I guess a new set, kind of. Kind but of. A, but a new, uh, what do you call it? Uh, game mode. Game mode? It's actually called a new format. Format. It, that's, the, format. that's the official term is format. Yeah, format. Um, so, uh, what are your thoughts, Nick, before I... I think it is... A complete money grab, and I think it's dumb. I do not like it. I do not like the concept of it. Uh, do you want to explain what yeah, it is? I'll, I'll explain it. So, a month after a set comes out, the Alchemy version, it's called Alchemy, the Alchemy version comes out after the first one. Right? And so, on Magic the Grand Gathering Online, or Arena, in the first week, more games are played than the entire history of uh, the card, ba- the paper version. Just like so many people are playing online that the paper version is never going to catch up, right? So the meta is established within a week or two, right? And then in a month, yeah, it's completely established. In that month, then you find out the broken cards, right? You, this is too good, this is too good, this is too good. If it's way too good, it gets banned, right? It Banned like by the the wizards of yeah, the coast, so they just right. take yeah. it out of play. Take it out of play. They never altered cards. They no, you can't. Well, they have mm, kind oh. of. Yeah, they've reprinted cards and changed rarities and changed verbiage on cards, but that's years later. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's too late because it's already on paper. But Magic knows where its butter is breaded. Its bread is buttered, um, which is. Uh, Online, right? They're making most of their money yeah. online these days. Mm-hmm. So this is their first attempt at heading in that direction. So uh, what they're trying to do is valid. The way they're going about it is not. So 
a month later, this new set comes out, the Alchemy set, and everything that would have been banned is now uh, modified, modified or altered. But these are digital cards only, right? They don't get modified in person at all. Yeah. So the broken cards. But the other thing broken. is cards are also added. That's uh, another thing, oh, though. Right. Like, yeah. so There's digital there are supplemental cards. cards that are added that mm-hmm. do not get released in real life. Because and so they have digital, like things exclusive can, cards. There's things that you could only do digitally. Like when you play this card, add four of this other card into your deck every time he attacks, and your card, your deck just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. You couldn't do that in in real life because you would need a bunch of. I guess you could. It'd just be a lot more difficult. Or uh, oh, there's cards that do things in perpetuity. So when you play this card. Every card in your hand gets this one ability in perpetuity. So uh, I don't think that's the word that they use. Uh, it's ongoing or something like that. So basically it marks these cards, and these cards have that ability forever. Uh, but you couldn't do that in in Paper Magic. You, there's no way to put a counter on cards that yeah. are in your hand. In your hand. Right. Yeah, you'd have to put like a sticker on your sleeve or something. Yeah. I don't, like it's <laughs> it's impossible. And, like and all that stuff's exciting and good. Uh, yeah, let's move to the digital format cuz obviously that's the way the game's going. Mm-hmm. But charging people more money for to buy separate cards. To buy separate cards that that like you already have because you bought the original set a month earlier that you're, you're they want you to buy two sets now only because they didn't do their homework and do all the gameplay testing that they needed to do we're basically doing the gameplay testing a month For later yeah. and paying them it should be free <laughs> they're, they're, okay. they're claim- so this is their excuse for that and and I'm I'm definitely not on the side of this their excuse is well now alchemy is its own format now alchemy is you can play Alchemy on a different playlist. You don't have to play Alchemy. No, 100%. which is the okay. stupidest fucking thing. I'm not going to yeah, but everybody, everybody. Well, I mean, first of all, you're not going to catch everything in play testing. Doesn't matter how much you do. I mean, once yeah. you put stuff out into the wild, that's when sure. the problems really show up. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Alchemy should come out a month before the sets, before the paper set, before they print, mm-hmm. and get all that shit. Oh, okay, out. I see. And it should be free or discounted. And th- because we're doing the playtest, they're charging full price. Yeah, it's more than full price uh, because the prices mm-hmm. went up too on cards. It sounds like a Reddit post. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just saying, <laughs> it's rough, dude. It, it's, is that it, what people are saying on there? Uh, so Every a lot that. of people, okay. uh, no. essentially, everybody that's ever played Paper Magic, as well as a lot of the people that have very vast online online collections, are complaining about this. The the mm-hmm. big, because go ahead. a lot of their cards are being uh, like. Invalidated because of the fact that just you because they're editing them, you can't do anything. All right. Yeah. So one of the biggest complaints is that so if they ban your card, say they ban your rare that you have, you have four of them. You get four rare wild cards, so you can just go and get four other any rare you want, right? So if they ruin your one deck that you have because you're a free to play player and you could only make one deck, and your one card gets banned, at least they give you these wild cards so you can start building a new deck, right? In Alchemy, if something gets banned, it doesn't get banned anymore, it gets modified, you don't get a wild card. So if you have one deck, and the card 
that your deck is built around gets modified and ruins it, you don't get wild cards, and now you're stuck with a shitty ass deck, and you have to wait till next season or keep playing for free for like religiously to try to get enough to mm. to make another deck. So anyway, uh, I like that they're making the turn towards digital. I think this was a terrible way of doing it. Hmm. No, it they, sounds like yeah. they got some stuff to figure out. I, how long have they been doing Arena? It's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, what? How long have they had think, Magic the Gathering Arena? Three years. Three years. Yeah. My okay, but there was a there was something different, some sort of online version before that. Though, yeah, there right? was like two or three of them. Yeah, and those weren't very good. No. All right. Now, the, yeah, there was mm, there was a lot of issues with those. One of them, you could essentially win by running out the clock and, uh, like, on your opponent's turns, as weird as that sounds. It, it, it was just pretty funky, to say the mm. least. Okay. Anyway, yeah, like, I, I still love the game. I still play it daily. But um, this, was, this was a kick in the balls. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to play Alchemy until, you know, once they figure it all out. Because this is not cool, man. Yeah. All right, Nick, you've been playing some more Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, so uh, once again, the wipe occurred last week, and it's the time of the year that everybody, or not a year, because they do it multiple times a year, usually every four to six months. It's when everyone really plays. And with the VoIP uh, service being implemented, it has changed the game so much (laughs) that... You now have like these band of scavengers, like bands of scavengers running around and like just absolutely annihilating people. Oh. And it is so fucking funny, dude. Like you'll see these like because nobody has really good gear, like there are the people that have no lives that do have good gear, but they're you like your normal average player doesn't have like super crazy good gear. And uh, it's so funny because you'll see like four or five scavs just chasing somebody and they're just running away, <laughs> like just getting shot at with like shotguns and other shit. And you're talking and, about player scavs. Yeah. Like, like so it, for those who don't know, in Escape from Tarkov, you can either play as a PMC, which is like your main character that levels up and proceeds through the game. And when you and like it's your main main character and. Your scav is a character that you can play as every like 15 to 20 minutes and you get free stuff from it uh, if you survive and uh, it's just a random loadout and you you play as a Russian as like a Russian like civilian essentially. And so normally when you played, you can only communicate in Russian and not everybody fucking knows Russian, obviously. And so now everybody can communicate because everybody has VoIP. And like, like day before yesterday, I, me and two other guys just absolutely swarmed another player, and it, it has just been a completely different game. It is so much more fun. It's so interesting, man. But basically, because you have nothing to lose when you're playing as a scav, really, right? Yeah, no, no. You you usually play unless so the only time you ever play like cautiously as a scav, like ever. Is when you, because you, as a scav, you don't know what's in your inventory because you can see what like gun you have, what armor you have, 
what backpack you have and stuff, but you don't see what's inside of it, right? You don't see what's inside your back and like in your pockets. You can spawn with like a million dollar key or like a million dollar like item. If you spawn with one of those, you're like, well, fuck everybody else. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, because you, you know, you can pass it over to your main player, right? Exactly, because yeah. if you survive, you can pass it on to your main player. That's uh, really the only time that people play with. Dude, this so really interesting, cautiously. man. It's basically like these. Cr- it's like what would happen in a fucking um, post-apocalyptic situation. The fucking civilians would get together and fight the fucking uh, more powerful military. Just by that's awesome, dude. I really like that. That's worked it out that way. It, it's so funny. Is well, it breaking the, the game though? Is it is it too fucked up for the players? No, no, no. Because so here's the thing. So the players, you can still talk to the scabs, right? And you can be like, "Hey, man, look, I ain't got nothing." Because almost every map has a partner extract where scabs and PMCs can work together and extract. And if they do, they're both given a random reward. You can do that. So there's even incentive for scavs and PMCs to work together. But, huh? That's crazy. That's crazy that this fucking cutthroat game, people are starting to cooperate. It's crazy. But, but, but there's also like the band, the bands of like murderous Russian alcoholics that are running around drunk, just absolutely shredding people. Uh, but, how do you work out loot? And so that's 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 like the iffy part. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what you. That, that's with. where it gets real shady. So there's a, So in oh, the right. last wipe, they introduced a very interesting mechanic, and it's known as scav karma. And so scav karma allows you to buy things cheaper and sell things for more, as well as buy more things and sell more things from a certain vendor. And it also allows your scav to spawn with better stuff, and it allows allows it to spawn faster, so you get more free shit faster. Well, if you just kill other scavs, your scav karma goes down. If you kill bosses, your scav karma goes down. And so if you're working together with other scavs and you kill other players, your scav karma goes up. And it's it's to the point where, like, you don't want to affect that. You want the karma up, right? Yeah, but the thing is, you see a juicy ass gun, and you know it's worth like a half a million dollars. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna fucking shoot your friend real quick. <laughs> you know, like, you don't know this guy. This is yeah. Jeremy. You just met him five minutes ago. <laughs> All right. All right, Chris. You've listened to him. You've listened to us talk about it. Do you understand how this game works? Uh, I think I do. Right. The scam thing kind of messes me up. But. You explain to me how Escape of Tarkov works. Okay, you go into Russia, and you uh, have a character, and if you get out of the map, you get the stuff in the map for your player, and then if you die, the stuff stands there, stays in the map, but then if you're a scav, you um, just want to fuck shit up, I guess. That's about as much as I know. Yeah. Correct. So, depending on the map, anywhere from uh, five... To 14 players can spawn in the map. Um, you can spawn with a group of one to five people, depending on if you if you have friends or not. Um, and you you know there's quests, there's objectives, there's daily quests now, which are nice. Um, and as a PMC, you're trying to get those things done. 
as a scav, you're doing whatever the fuck you want. It may be that on your PMC, you need to collect, uh, you know, um, gas analyzers. So as a scav, you're like looking in the technical store and you're like, all right, I got to find a gas analyzer. But you can, uh, at any point as a scav, you can, you can really just do whatever you want. Um, sure, there might be repercussions, but you can do whatever you want. As a PMC, everything's hostile to you. The other PMCs, uh, the scavs, everything's hostile to you. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, it looks like it's going in the right direction as well. Hmm. I'm glad uh, that they're making good moves here. Everyone, everyone is estimating that it'll have its 1.0 release in um, holiday of next year. See when when Nick says uh, everyone like when he says things like that these these statements that he says I think he reads one headline of one post on Reddit and he's like everyone's saying <laughs> that's pretty much what happens actually yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happens hey, cool. now, the, the reason the, why are the, the scabs so disposable you know because so so in the story okay there's this group called Terra Group Labs and they're like a genetic modification company and they completely evacuated the city of Tarkov because of some bullshit and the complete, the city's completely uh, evacuated. The only people that have stayed around are scavengers and scavengers are people that are like veterans of prior wars, like the Chechen war or like, like the war with Ukraine or the war with whatever, or they're drunks or they're homeless people, or they're just like whatever. And they're just, we just killed them. We just get killed them. I, I mean, mean it's, it seems crazy. You're just killing them. So usually scavs are ultra aggressive. They're armed. Yeah, they're armed, and they just they just want to take whatever is there by themselves. I'm just not sure. I agree with this two tiered society we have in Russia right now. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it, it's funny, Chris, but yeah, it, it's just the way the game is. The scavs are just the NPCs that always want to kill you. And then there's raiders, which are people with a paycheck that want to kill you. So, but that's a different story. Star but Wars yeah, Galaxies. No, this is this is still a game. If, if Star Wars Galaxies. Star Wars Galaxies. Hasn't it been <laughs> a long time since we've talked about this, guys? You know, we were all about New World for two and a half minutes, and goddamn, those two and a half minutes were fucking great, weren't they? Oh yeah, but, no. You know, sometimes you come home. You come home to a place that you've known was your home for a long time. You've been distracted by shiny things, Amazon games, you know. Ooh, you know, super fun bosses. And uh you come back and Star Wars Galaxies is still there and your shop is still there and your friends, there's they're still playing your friends that you made in game. They've actually bought clothes from you you see people walking around in the clothes that you've bought you haven't even logged on in a long time you recognize them because you have a neon presence on the server all your clothes are neon no one else supplies this except for you anyways star wars galaxies restoration 3 uh i'm helping out again doing this thing for some reason stressing myself out and we're coming up on our thing that we're calling our 1.0 release so it fixes a lot of stuff in the game and we've added a bunch of custom content. If you want a sandbox MMORPG and you're like me and you know, new world has left you with a hole inside your chest, unsatisfied, then you can come and play 
Was that a good pitch, guys? Do you think? Did, did you write that, that out? Because it looked like you were that reading. Was really it out. No, <laughs> that was just in the back of my brain because I'm cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. Um, when's this 1.0 come out? Oh, I can't say. Can't say. But very soon. Sometime in January in the new year. I think I want to check it out. I want to come check it out with you. The guy um, who has no time to commit to anything wants to check out an MMORPG. Oh, he'll right. be there. Do these, be guys, there. <laughs> do these guys have a, a like a Kickstarter or a Patreon or anything like that? Uh, Kickstarter or Patreon? No, but we do take monthly donations on something called... Have you guys heard of this thing called Open Collective? This isn't a plug, by the way. I've, I have never heard of this app called Open Collective. It's like Sounds a public... commie-like. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it allows anyone, it's for like apps and stuff that are community made apps that aren't for profit. But you can see like all the transactions going into the account, like donations oh. and stuff. But then the developer to take stuff out, also you see that and yeah, they have to say, what, yeah, what's it for? Dude. Yeah. That's so amazing. We that run, is so we, good. Yes, it is really good. 100% you know, transparency, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not getting fucked. A lot of these projects, I don't know, like Kickstarter, you have those sketchy things where it's like, oh, developer ran off with 400k or something, or never finished. Stopping grounds, anyone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm just gonna laugh. Cool. Uh, Yeah. So this is happening. (laughs) Was it stomping grounds or stomping land? I can't remember. It was a dinosaur game that everyone got all hyped about. I don't know, maybe five years ago or so, Um, and then yeah. Yeah, that, and then the dude just up and disappeared with all the money. Yeah, only he only got away with a hundred k. I mean, that's I guess that's, that's what. only a hundred k, dude. A hundred k will solve all my financial problems right now and more. Uh, apparently, she uh, knew this guy or something and has the inside scoop on like what really went down, but she never told us. Yeah, <laughs> wait, who, who knows? She, she, knows you. she had a friend oh, on the team. Yeah. She has the inside story on yeah. this. Yeah. Never oh my god, go. I was just thinking about her the other <laughs> day. Maybe she wants to be on. Yeah. Again, right? You could break that story right here. <laughs> DLG. Yeah, give me this hot fire DLG exclusive. Uh, so I, I can see the guys at PC Gamer oh going God. like, they have the exclusive on Stomping Lands. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine if like IGN or, or PC Gamer now? had to like had to like credit us for like an exclusive? Oh my God. Yeah, that would be <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Robert Digital's mouth himself. Uh, The giants have fallen. Kotaku article brought by DLG game. Oh, (laughs) gross, dude. Gross. Um, So, yeah, Bobby and Nick, does this interest you at all? MMO, sandbox, MMO. I know the word sandbox throws some people off, you know. (laughs) Well, my guy is still sitting outside of uh, Jabba's Palace ready to go. So, I mean, I'd be interested in jumping back in if other people were playing. It's just... You know, it, it it's an old game, and it's got a lot of rough edges that, um, yeah, there was something I can't remember. I think it was like how to pull out my little land speeder or something. It took me a, a while. Because the problem with old games like this, especially ones like this that have been remade, you can't just hop on Google a lot of the times and Google something. Although I imagine there's probably now some more information out about this game. But yeah. when you run into trouble, there's not a, a lot of knowledge out there to, to yeah. search. As for me, I'm going to politely pass. I think what you guys are doing is amazing. I think for all the Star Wars nerds, you guys are doing true service. Um, so, like, this is like above and beyond. You guys definitely deserve all the credit and money that people throw at you guys. Um, it's just not for me to, I just don't have the fucking time. At the, like, bros- at the Brosado, we had a, a white elephant. 
and one the the thing that got stolen the most was it was a Star Wars set of like uh, rocker glasses for like whiskey, and the mixing things were little lightsabers, dude. They were so sick. That's awesome. It was so, cool. so sick, dude. Like everybody was like, "Oh, it's the only thing that got stolen." Basically, three times there's a limit. Anyway. And someone who deserved it walk out of there with them, or was it just some jack off who was like, "I watched a movie once or something"? No, no, no. <laughs> she was she was into it. Yeah. Okay, was cool. she a real Star Wars fan? <laughs> Can she name every character from Rogue One that's on the screen? <laughs> Did she? Does she know Darth Vader's underwear size? I'm curious, okay. uh, Bobby. Do you know the colors and their meanings of oh, the lightsabers? Yeah. Uh, this came up. Um, in one of our movies on the DL episodes, one of the early ones that was Patreon exclusive, uh, there's like people have assigned meanings. Like there's, you can look it up on the internet, but I don't know how like official that's supposed to be or if it's people. even. I think it's yeah, I think it's lore or yeah. canon. Well, I well, I don't know. I, who knows what is and what isn't these days, and who cares? But when I was watching this fan made documentary on Revenge of the Sith. Um, there was an interesting little story and, and there's so many stories about star Wars that I get so sick of hearing. Like, like, did you know George Lucas originally intended for uh, him to wear this shirt, but then Han Solo wore that shirt and that's the shirt we all see now. Yeah. It's like, who the fuck cares, dude? It's just a goddamn Bro, shirt. Dude. But, um, but there was a story that he told there that I thought was interesting was he was talking to uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and was like, uh, and Samuel Jackson's like, I want a purple lightsaber. Mm. And George was like, well, you know, Samuel, uh, you know, the good Jedi have the blue and the green and the bad Jedi have the red. And he's like, I can't have a purple lightsaber. And like, oh, okay, you can have a purple lightsaber. Uh, so the reason Mace Windu has a purple lightsaber is just because Sam Jackson's like, fuck you. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I want to have a purple lightsaber. And now purple has a meaning. <laughs> yeah. And now purple has a meaning. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Which is what? Dude. Well, apparently different from violet. So there's purple and violet. Uh, I, I didn't even know lightsabers had meanings. I didn't yeah, know they were like moves. That's rings, why Ray has the know? golden. You call yourself a true lightsaber, you Star Wars fan. <laughs> that's why. That's why Ray. Fucking liar! Even I knew they had meanings. <laughs> well, she has a she has a yellow lightsaber. She has right? a golden, dude. It's different. What? Pretty sure. Oh, her final lightsaber. Her final is lightsaber gold. is right. gold. Isn't yeah. isn't like one of the reasons why. Uh, what's his name? Grievous. Well, like his lightsabers aren't colored is because he's doesn't is not force sensitive and he stole them from other people. Well, you fucking killed them. Yeah, and then took their shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's his thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what though? Like green lightsaber, definitely number one. Always going with the green lightsaber, but purple close second there. Like I like the purple lightsaber. Don't know so what it is. What about the fucking black lightsaber? That's also like a scimitar. Oh uh, yeah, it's called the a one dark from the Mandalorian, dark saber, the dark yeah. saber. Okay, can we talk you know, about I, that shit? I, I feel like I may have gotten ripped off with that idea because I made a mod for Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight, like back in the '90s, where I made a black lightsaber, and I, I don't know. This comes from like some sort of lore, right? Like the Mandalore saber or something. When was that written? Because I feel like somebody owes me some money. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a decent case, dude. You should yeah. bring it up with uh, with Disney. Yeah, no, dude, I've got my attorney Disney's on like, it, Johnson Johnson. Disney, and we gotta take it from Mr. Disney. Uh, excuse me, knocking at the door, uh, Mr. Uh, Mouse. I invented the dark saber. Ahsoka's lightsaber. Ahsoka's lightsaber is white, or uh, in the new Correct. in the Mandalorian, which is so cool. So I feel like white yes. is. My favorite. Can we color, get a rundown so real quick? I mean, I feel like we talked about it so much. Can you just give us a rundown? Like that one with that has a very short meaning. Um, there's one right to the left. Yep, yeah, that one. This one? 
Nope. Left. Guardian Blue, Sunrider's Destiny. Up. Right there. Right there. There you go. <laughs> For audio listeners, just just the names. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't know they had meanings. I guess this is kind of cool. There's like negotiation. Run through them. They'll run through them. We already did fucking twenty. Okay, okay. Real quick. Green. You you read a real Star Wars fan? I can't read it. My contacts are on mutiny. I told you. Okay. Green is peace through the force when necessary. (laughs) Don't know when is necessary. Always necessary. (laughs) When when necessary. If it's absolutely necessary. Oh, they probably never use their lightsaber. Is the thing. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. They that could have been worded lose. better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only when they have to use their lightsaber. A scav no, definitely just... put this list together. <laughs> okay. Red is evil and power. Okay. Whatever. Blue justice and protection. Purple moral ambiguity. Okay. <laughs> the fuck. Yellow is intrigue and pursuit. Orange is negotiation. We know Jedi's love to negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. The negotiations uh, are over. Gray is calm and clear, and black is self-obsession. I think someone just made this. Yeah, up. I think yeah. that's the shittiest right. one. I think you found. I think that's the fucking Reiki crystal master that wrote that shit. That is some <laughs> fake shit right there. I want the real <laughs> Star Wars for the analysis on this. Wait, the, the orange lightsaber clears your chakra. That was that was written by someone that has stone and licked some rocks before they wrote that shit. Uh, the purple sh- the purple lightsaber grounds you okay that's done we're done yeah okay yeah it's good for your scoliosis uh all right um so the last thing i'm going to talk about here was halo infinite i played very little of this but i did play some we talked about it before um the campaign right no, I didn't play the campaign oh, okay. actually. I played the multiplayer. Oh, the campaign is out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh for single player. Only. Yeah. Yeah. For uh for single player. Multiplayer is coming out in a couple of weeks, I think. Okay. God, they really They're have like up. released this in in bits. Yeah. Um but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's Halo. It felt just like Halo. It it took a while for me to get into the flow of this. I don't know. The controls felt so awkward to me. But you were right. The levels come really slowly. I played maybe two hours, and I feel like I just got to level one. So uh, I, I feel like they're really strong arming you into the season pass here. Which how much is the season pass? Can we get a price point on bucks. that? Uh, Eighty dollars. No, that's the campaign. Campaign. Oh, it, campaign sixty dollars U.S. Yeah, but the season pass. I don't know what. It's probably like twenty bucks or something. But. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like a lot of people, I did. I was having a good time. You know, I was playing with friends and uh, I was having a really weird technical issue. I don't know if you guys have experienced it, but when I would try to queue up for a game and hit the play button, sometimes like menus wouldn't show up. Or if I would hit tab to see the uh, score screen, sometimes I would just get this really weird overlay. Uh, I, I don't know. It was very strange. But honestly, I don't know if I'm going back to this unless other people are planning like, hey, you want to play with us? Then yeah, maybe I'd do it. What do you think of screwball? Is that what it's Oddball? Oddball. Yeah, I mean, it's screwball, oddball. Oddball, you fucking sinner. <laughs> I mean, I, it's okay for me because I don't play much of this game, but I could totally see wanting to, like playing this game a lot and being like, you know what? I just want to play this one mode right, that I really enjoy. Right. And that happens with a lot of games for me. Uh, Left 4 Dead 2, I only played um, that at the level in the mall. It's I'm blanking on it right now. Um, but the mall episode... 
Yeah. Well, I just said it like two episodes ago too, and I've, for, I've forgotten it now, but, um, yeah, that like, seriously, I've got so many hours, like hundreds of hours in that game. And like 90% of it is just one level in that game. Um, just same thing, car? With, just a car. That's like saying the girl on the bridge <laughs> is just a little pretty. That's one of my favorite quotes from that level. Yeah. He's got, he's got all the great lines. Um, dark forces Two. Canyon Oasis, like I just, I played mostly that, which is like the default map, nothing exciting. And I, I, I'd assume people do the same on Counter-Strike too. They just got a map that they like and they play it a lot. And this isn't even just a map oh, yeah. in Halo. You're talking about a full-blown mode. So I, yeah. I could totally see why people would be frustrated not being able to play like certain types of modes. And some of them go by quick and some of them take quite a long time too. Oh yeah. No, there, there are definitely game modes that are way longer than other. Mm-hmm. Like you'll be stuck in a game for a solid like 13 minutes. And you're like, I am tired of playing this game mode. Yeah. And if I leave, I will not get my reward and I really want it. Well, so. it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you got to stay till the end to get the reward, but it's tough too, because you'll be with your friends and be like, all right, I, let's do one more, but you don't really know how long that one more is going to be. Yeah. yeah. Well, all, another thing is like ranked is played with levers because so many people just do not want to play certain game modes, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I noticed that so too bad. because at the end of the match, it'll show the score screen and it'll show it'll be like a 4v4 match. But if people kept leaving and new people kept coming in, then it'll show all the people that came into the game. So sometimes when you get to the score screen, you'll see like eight players on one yeah. team just because so many people left. Yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel like they were so close to like greatness, but somehow so far. Like it's obviously such a money grab because they did so the Master Chief collection released as well, and that released a long time ago. And someone did a comparison of just like all the stuff you get with the Master Chief collection, which if you don't know is all the other Halo games together mm-hmm. in one place that you can play. And they're like, look at all these colors that you can get with your Halo armor. Look at all these armor pieces that you just get by default. Just, like, not even playing a single match, and you get, like, 40 colors. Meanwhile, in, like, Halo Infinite, you get, like, eight. Like, that's it. And, and it's it's not even comparable. And it's, it's, it's frankly sad, but... I don't know. The campaign makes up for it in my eyes. It's also fucking free, so why am I complaining? But yeah, but you know, I I get it. I don't think that like completely exonerates them. Just you know, the game being free. But um, I, I don't know. It, it's a good game though, and I haven't played it enough to really have those types of things annoy me. I, I see there's a lot of reviews for it, but if you could scroll down, let's see how many people are playing this game just on Steam because you can play this through Xbox. So on Steam, sixty one, sixty two thousand people playing right now. Not too bad. Yeah, pretty big player base. Is that a whiff, Bobby? A whiff? Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Tell me what you think it smells like. Get your nose in there. It's okay. Oh, that's it. Smells familiar, but I can't. It's peanut butter. Put, peanut butter. Peanut butter whiskey. Oh wow! It's delicious. Oh, we had that at a DLG con. Yeah. Nobody drank it. Wow. Well, <laughs> nobody drank it. Yeah, this is the same bottle from DLG con. Can you believe it? <laughs> that was two DLG cons ago. Um, I want a reaction, not commentary. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about the game of the week. But before you, we do, um, Nick, you want to tell everyone about our game of the year? Episode yeah, totally. Year, right? uh, so we have a game of the year episode coming up, usually after uh, New Year's. We uh, you know, promote 
and talk about our choices for game of the year. And we try to play each other's game of the year uh, nominees and things like that. Um, but if you have a nomination, you can definitely come to our discord and ne- leave your uh, nomination either via text or by voice message. We have a uh, voice message system that you can go ahead and click on and just leave a simple voice message. And it goes directly into the discord uh, server. Um, well, not really pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> It's yeah, it's Vocaroo. It's a website you go to. You record something. You link it. People can figure it out, dude. If you play video games on the PC, you can figure this out. Yeah, if you got a game of the year, you can figure it out. Um, um but yeah, come come check it out. Uh, give us your nominations. We'll read them on stream, or, or we'll play your message on stream. Stream as long as there's nothing like super inappropriate on there. Um, but yeah, thank you for uh, being listeners, and uh, thank you for your submissions. And more on, uh, I want to. I'm going to make up a rule right now, uh, just on the fly without consult, uh, consulting anybody. If you guys, if there's a majority game, you guys can outvote us. I feel like your votes are yeah. like, like 0.5 of our votes or something like that. So right now it's already looking like. Wow, 0.5? Yeah, they're, they're not they're not created equal, dude. Yeah, oh, wow, dude. Point, point three, three. I mean, that's more than black people got in a three-fifths law or whatever. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> We're bringing that up. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and. Oh wait, no, rights. it's not because we're it's only point five. Civil rights <laughs> we're getting to our civil no, rights part. Oh. That's okay. That's even worse because that's less than what they got. <laughs> that's less. That what like yeah. Missouri Compromise or whatever. I don't know history. Look it up anyway, first. What I'm saying is, you guys can outvote us, and already it's looking like it might go that way. It, it'll be taken into consideration. Yeah. Point five. <laughs> you may be wrong. We'll let you know. Yeah, you might be wrong about what you like. We will let you know. <laughs> Um, exactly. All right. Well, let's talk about Sea of Thieves. I'm so glad that Captain Gummy's here. He was uh, he was my captain all throughout my adventures. Probably three and a half hours, all all said and done. Um, what did you, yeah? Did you get, did you get into any PvP at all? Because it took it took me and my crew a little while to get into some PvP. Um, and that's the main reason I even played the game at all when I started playing it, and when I played it this past week. I didn't play any last week, but I got to play some this week. Um, I'm just a PvP fiend. I'm also stupid and just always run into fights. But did you get to play any PvP? Well, first of all, Nick, did you go in with an experienced crew? Did you guys know what you were doing? Uh, no, we we're super experienced. We um, we all were. I think I think I'm level thirty eight on average with all the with all the traders and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, except for some of the new ones, which we don't have any levels on on all. Um, but yeah, no, we, we've been playing for super long. It's just like some of the new, like cannonballs we didn't know anything about, like the harpoon launcher. We didn't know anything about either. So that thing was um, fun. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, has anything changed on the PVP realm besides the cannonballs? Uh, did you have so one thing, one, so besides the cannonballs, one thing that I will say about this game and it's every game like this suffers from this. When a game is out for two or three years, the only people that are play- still playing the game are people that really, really like the game Hardcore. and are usually really, really good at the game, yeah. right? And there's really no room for new players. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the worst parts about Sea of Thieves. And like one thing that people used to do playing Sea of Thieves was like grab the red barrels and sneak onto people's ships and take it to the bottom of the ship and then explode it and then kill everybody while they're trying to like repair the ship. That doesn't happen anymore. Like it's it's really sad. Or like 
there's a meta now where you just repair shit at like a certain speed and like people know exactly how many swings it takes to do shit. Like it's just, I don't know. It's a different game. It's obviously the same game, but it's a, it's a different game as far as like when everybody started playing it, everybody mm-hmm. was discovering how well, to play it. Yeah. It's past that phase of figuring out everybody's figured it out. They've min maxed it. Everybody knows what to do. The average skill exactly. level is much higher. At this point, exactly. But are you playing on Steam or are you playing on Game Pass? Um, we're playing on uh, Game Pass. Sorry. Okay, because I was thinking that you know it's not the same community, right? No, I think it's the, sh- uh, it's same, the same community. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's okay. the same. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, my experience was uh, last night. I played with Gummy for a couple of hours. Uh, Gummy, John, and um, JP Diddy, and uh, Clown Lotion. Which you know, being in Korea, it was weird that they, we all came together, but we did, and we uh, decided to play one of the events, and we went through the Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the first part of it, and there's not a lot of uh, combat. It's a lot of like um, felt like an escape room, uh, really. Uh, you know, you gotta figure out how to get into the next little area, and it's a bunch of little puzzles. And it was cool. It was atmospheric. It looked nice. And it was a nice way to play the game. And we were just kind of like hanging out. Hanging out, talking shit. And about every four minutes, we'd have to actually talk to each other about how we're going to progress. And then we'd go back to like shooting the shit. It was all really, like uh, I talked about it when we were playing. Like It was refreshing to play something that there was no pressure. Zero pressure. Because there's no time limit. You're just, you're just going. You know? Opening doors whatever, getting key cards or whatever and going through. And I had a good time with that. And then mm. uh, then we hit the Ocean's Blue and uh, we played, we, we attacked a pirate ship, a PC, uh, NPC pirate ship. That was fun. It was like 50-50. Who knew if we were going to win? We barely pulled it out. That was fun. And then today I played with Bobby for a little bit. And uh, Amanda and I are so new. That we went into like a medium difficulty fucking thing and just got trounced. We I sank us. It was me. It was me. I don't know how many hits it takes to repair a hole. Uh, <laughs> I just stood there, panicked, and we sank. And it was all all due to me. But I was having fun the whole time. Uh, the game as a whole, I think it's interesting. I think it's like a nice hang. I feel like, I feel like there's not too much pressure because if you lose your booty. It's not the worst thing in the world because you had fun getting it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's not the end game. It's the adventure. Yeah. It's the journey, not the it, destination. It really is on this game. I'm not trying to like be the best Sea of Thief players in the world. I'm just h- hanging out with my bros and broettes. I don't know. That's the way I'm I look at it. <laughs> it's a super casual game is the way I look at it. Well, I think there's a competitive you? side to it. So I've been enjoying the game more and more the more I play it. And... <clears throat> the experience that we had today when we were playing, uh, I thought was a lot of fun because it was the first time maybe ever playing this game that I, we actually engaged in some, uh, sea combat. Like I, I, I've done like the land PVP or not PVP, but land PVE against the skeletons and stuff. And, um, you know, like the bosses that pop up in the world, but, uh, never really like ship on ship battles. And, and that was a lot of fun. It's the whole game, dude. To me, like, that's to me. That's yeah. No, that's that's like a big game. part, and yet somehow, like I haven't really 
experienced much of that in this because game. So it's so a very one thing ex- that they definitely changed from the game, and this is probably why you didn't run into it a lot, Bobby, is that they changed some of the speeds of the ships. And now mm. some of the ships can run away from each other because before, like the the biggest ship was actually the fastest and was able to chase all the other ships down. And now mm. that's not the case. Um and now like before you were able to like really depending on how good you were at sailing and how good you were at like capturing wind and stuff you were able to get away or like engage when you wanted now you can really just disengage and not fight like mm-hmm. as soon as you see another enemy team you can just be like nah, i'm good i don't feel like fighting if you're in a smaller ship yeah 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 and you know i would love to have more experiences like that so when we tried that first mission we were up against like a bunch of ghost ships and we got we got sunk pretty quickly um, but I, we went on to do other stuff that wasn't as difficult, but I would have kind of liked to take another crack at that because it is a very casual game and you can play it that way. But I think there is also a lot of challenging things in this game. The game could be a lot more challenging if you make it that way. You know, mm-hmm. if you have access to the higher quests and if you do more of the, um, uh, more of the difficult PVP stuff, uh, still haven't ran into many PVP situations in this game. That's what makes it more exciting when it does happen. Like, you got to really either search it out or somebody's going to search you out. And then when it happens, it's fucking exciting as shit. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't even yeah. engage with another player, but there was another player in the horizon. And we were fucking, like, you know, at full alert. Um, yeah, your, your booty hole puckers. Because, like, sometimes, dude, there's been there's been times where we, we played. Like, this is before last week. Cause, I mean, like, last, we didn't have that much, like, too many crazy things happen this week. But like before we played, like we saw someone like way off in the like barely in the render distance. We're like, oh, they probably didn't see us. Like it'd be like nighttime. We maybe had like one lantern on or something. Like they probably didn't see us. And these people have been tracking us for like twenty minutes, watching us like load chests into our like ship and everything. And then like ten minutes later, they're ramming into us and trying to take our shit. You're like, this is what's up. This is what this game's about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if that's what you're into, otherwise you could just quest and then get robbed every once in a while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's levels to this game, and that's 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 a credit to it. You can play what this I, game on I'd different like levels. To do, which I wonder we could do with the DLG like community as big as as big as it is. I wonder if we could server snipe, as bad as that sounds, like get into groups of three or four, and have like an and armada then just all queue up at once, and then try to all get into the same server. Because I I don't know if the game still. Um, still tells you what the server number is because it used to tell you in the bottom left. I didn't check when I played. Um, but if you can still server snipe, then yeah, we can probably just all queue up at once and just you know blow up each other and steal each other's shit. Uh, it's hard enough getting four people together for a game, yeah. but I don't know. I would like to play more of this game. I I definitely enjoy it. Um, and I know I, this is an old fucking pot to stir, but. God damn, does the water look good. It's the best water in any game ever. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Nobody even comes close. Like, <laughs> I, if they had to nail one thing, it would have to be the water. I don't know. Pirate games always have good water, though. If Dude. you remember Black Flag, like, no. that had that whole tropical island. Uh, I, I feel like they always... I mean, I didn't play it, but I can't, I can't okay. imagine water being more... It's photorealistic, almost. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. It, it is... It is so good compared to like cyberpunk. It is 10 times better. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know if there's a whole lot more to say about this game, but I, I really enjoyed it. But I love co-op games like this. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot more PvE shit to do than when I used to play. And that was what everyone was complaining about. Mm-hmm. Is that like... Well, yeah. When I first what, played this game, I was just like, "There's this." It felt like Fallout Four, Fallout what, what, 76. Yeah, like, 76. Like, where's the game, dude? Like, Which we we should probably revisit because if you want to revisit that, there is a lot of shit to do now, and everybody says that that's that game's got a resurrection. Yeah, it's come around. Uh, hey, Chris. So in this game, there's like, you know, you get all this booty, and there's different types, right? There's like valuable things there's like chests there's skulls there's like i don't know fucking artifacts and they each go to a different vendor right and i was like why is there like seven vendors for seven what there should just be one person it's because a sneaky ass little bastard can sneak on your ship while you're fucking unloading your cargo and just steal your shit just just grab something and jump in the ocean wait till you leave and fucking turn it in for himself so you gotta fucking I haven't played a lot of this game, but so they steal your stuff, but they they have to get it on their actual ship to no. use it, right? No, they can just no, 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 no. They just have to go to the vendor. Oh, they so that's, that's a very vendor. common strategy oh. is just to wait at the island that you know people are trying to turn in at, and and you just kill you just kill or like jack shit from people's ships, and uh, yeah, that's it. You just turn it in immediately. So we came in with like 12, 13 different pieces. And Gummy's like, we need to unload this as fast as humanly possible. Because that's when we, 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 saw the, we, saw, we saw the other players. And they weren't on our tail, but they were in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. And he was like uh, worried about it. Yeah, they were checking us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's a good game, man. I like it. Yeah. I, I could totally yeah. play this with some friends all day. Yeah, I, I could get into this game. Yeah. All yeah, right. I, I think I can too. We should definitely play have an actual DLG group together, like the full crew. Well, it's not gonna yeah, but, you know, I would also encourage, because it, it, as casual as this game looks, especially from like screenshots and videos, like there's a lot to learn about this game. It's simple stuff like how do I equip my scope or like how do I patch a hole in uh, in the ship or, you know, how do I empty the water or where do I get water? If I need to put out fire, just like stuff like that, it's not even necessarily that difficult to figure out. But when you're in a situation that calls for it immediately, like it's, it's like, okay, Q radial wheel, uh, you know, like you have to figure out where this stuff is and like where it's stored and like how to pull it up Bobby's pretty quickly. basically talking about me. Cause I fucked <laughs> up each one of those things today, each one of them. But it's a lot. I mean, when I first started the game, you know, even today, like I had a lot of questions. And fortunately, we were playing with experienced players because I kept like we we were in fights and we kept losing health. So I would have to heal up by eating stuff. And I kept hitting tab and equipping like a banana and then eating that. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way than this. So apparently there is. You just hit three and it pulls out whatever food item you may have on you. Yeah. So, you know, just little things like that, that you just have to learn. Uh, There's no UI, too. Which is great. I mean, everything's kind of like tactile the way it would be in real life. Like mm-hmm. you hold up the map to your face, and then you can pull it really close and re- actually yeah. read it. You can turn it around and turn show it, it to around somebody. and show it to yeah. somebody else. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oh, shit, it's been a while since we've been triple positive on a game, but yeah, yeah. this is a good mm-hmm. game. And uh, this week it is my turn to choose for the next game of the weeks, and uh, the game will be Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord. 
Oof. All right. And, uh, <laughs> Can't ready, set, go. Well, hopefully, I mean, so, I got a little bit of time off with the holidays coming up, but uh, not as much as I used to, but I should have some time to get into this. Nick, in the future, you can just buy me a copy, and me and Bobby have so separate things, he doesn't need his own copy. Uh, or did you, did you buy him? <laughs> Uh, is it, yeah, is it multi, uh, or a co-op though, or multiplayer? Can we play I together? No, I don't know. We should check that out, but uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, we'll check the Steam page and see, but I didn't, I mean, I've played like one Mountain Blade game in my life and it wasn't for very long, so I, I know very little about these games. This is going to be a, a new experience for me. God, I would love Bobby to come back with like sunken eyes next week and be like, I can't stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like, I don't have a family anymore. <laughs> uh, scroll down a little bit more. Let's see if this is single player or multiplayer. That's a single player online PvP. Not sure what that means. <clears throat> well, we'll find out. That means you could play against other players via the internet, Bobby. Mm. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> All right, a uh, quick shout-out to some subscriptions. We've got Clay is Days subscribing for 14 months. He says, Mad Love Homies. 14 months, pretty good, pretty good. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Uh, Burn Division uh, subscribed for 17 months. Uh, 17 is still a lot, right? It certainly is. It certainly is. I wonder if we could get, uh, there must be something on Twitch where you can look up like your subs and how like who are the people who have subbed the longest. I'd love to get some data on that. <clears throat> I think there is. I know. There's number like one analytical. Is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time for some listener questions. Don't make me read, dude. I can't see. All right. I can read these. Um, first one is from Gingeronicle. <laughs> I'd like to see each of you play a PC game from the early 1980s and review it. Some suggestions, Load Runner, Frogger, Paratrooper, and Defender. No. These are Atari games. So you know what's crazy? There's an Atari pack on Steam. Like a, I think it's like 25, 26 Atari games that you can buy in one bundle. And I got that because I played a lot of Atari, believe it or not. I, I've still got like boxes in my parents' uh, garage with an Atari and a whole bunch of games. And it's probably worth some money, Bobby. No, I don't think I got – they aren't in good condition and I don't think I got any rare ones or anything. Um, but – I bought that pack and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Going to really live it up. And you forget that those Atari 2600 games were so, oh my God, I don't know. Uh, I want to say arcadey, but they're even more arcadey than arcade games. They're just like, mm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like. Left, right, like, and button, right? Yeah, it's like think of Pong. It's just like you hit a ball back and forth. That's it. That's yeah. the game. Like I went through the the games and I was like, oh man, I remember Combat and I remember uh, Night Driver and like all these all these games, the ET game. But uh, you, you really play them for like five minutes and you're just like next, next. You know, like you experience yeah. almost everything, every part of the game within like five or ten minutes. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just that was 40 years ago. And back in those days, it was, it was so like cool and engaging. Right. And you could play it over and over because there was nothing else. But I would think it would be very hard to review a game like that. Like I could explain yeah. an Atari game in like 30 seconds. Yeah, like the devs honestly <laughs> overlooked Frogger and how fast the cars move on the third <laughs> level. They need to, to submit a patch, uh, at least uh, ASAP. It's like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, there were some good ones, man. Pitfall was, uh, that was a good Stand one. Stand out, right? What about uh, what about fucking you know uh, ET? ET. I mean, you know they had that whole documentary about it. That game, 
It was very confusing, like most Atari games, but not as bad as I think everyone made it out to be. Uh, Adventure. Adventure was pretty good. Uh, I always like combat, but that was just like you had to, I don't know. It, you know how you know you're early to the party when you can just name your games verbs? <laughs> just like <laughs> combat. Yeah. Driving. <laughs> That's how it was back then. Attack. It's like, like attack. Flip. Tank. Yeah. Jump. Uh, but there was some late stage Atari games like that came out like almost mid 80s, real late in the Atari's life, like Keystone Capers um, that were, I remember getting, and those ones were, I don't know, a little more engaging. I, I, I say that and right away I realized, no, it wasn't. It was just the same <laughs> <working. laughs> Dude, But yeah, it was it was tough with those. Uh, the, the Star Wars ones, the big challenge of Atari games was figuring out what exactly am I even supposed to do? Yeah. So the Return of the Jedi Atari game, there was this big Death Star and it had this blinking thing in the middle of it. And as you shot the Death Star, you chipped away at it. And eventually at some point I realized, oh, okay, you've got to shoot at the Death Star enough to where you can get to the blinking center and then shoot it and then it blows up but it, it just wasn't very clear a lot of these games moon patrol that was a good one all right i'm done name dropping atari games but <clears throat> mommy's like how much can i date myself today <laughs> but then i it might be worth checking out i don't know how much that is on steam the atari pack or the atari 2600 pack but it, if you're into that stuff it might be worth checking out all right. Um, so it sounds like a resounding no from everyone, but hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I just reviewed a bunch of Atari <laughs> games for you there. Um, nice try, though, dude. Ginger Ronicle also asks, I'm sure that this has been covered many times, but I'm old and can't remember. How did Bobby and Emilio meet? So that was part of our uh, super special episode that you, see, you when probably two men missed. love each other very much, and there's $20 yeah. on the line, and there's a spin-the-bottle tournament going on. Uh, just kidding. That's we, probably, we were in the same... Uh, same line of work, I guess. Same line say. of work. Yeah. Ask around the Discord. Yeah, Someone yeah. might tell you. <laughs> All right. White Christmas but still hip asks, I'm tired of JRPGs that take forever. The only games I'm able to put 40 plus hours into are re replayable games like Europa Universalis 4. What's the ideal single player story based game length? That's kind of what we were talking uh, about last week when I was going off on some wild tangent about open world games that made absolutely no sense. It totally depends on the person. Like, yeah. 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 And how much time you have. Bobby, like, I think you like a nice two to six hour game. Well, he makes a really interesting point here. Um, like, I always complain about games being too long, but then I dump like 40 hours into deep rock galactic like it's nothing you right. know and for some reason that doesn't seem like as much of a chore to me right but right. single player games sometimes they feel like a chore like mm. i i don't know what it is but it's it's hard to get through some of that stuff well, i think we've talked about it before where like the good content a lot of the time is front loaded because most people don't finish games these days you know what I mean? And they kind of throw the later half, the back uh, half of most games are, isn't as hard, as good as the fir first half. Maybe, but I feel like there's a lot of, like you talk about open world games, they're very slow paced. Um, God, I can't remember yeah. that game about the biker that we all played. It was a game of the week, like Days a long time. Gone. Days, Days gone. gone. Yeah, like that one, dude. I'm like, yeah, this is a good game, but it's just taken so long to get into it. You know, like I'm hours in or, you know, Death Stranding too. It just takes you to go back. hours to get to a, <laughs> just to Man. get into the game you know and that's like a lot it's a lot to ask and then you put that up against games like like counter-strike or deep rock galactic where you just click the button five times and you're in a match and you're 
playing playing the game. You know, you're in the the yeah. core game loop. Hundred percent. Yeah. So I don't uh, know. Uh, yeah. So PC Gamer's doing their Game of the Year shelf right now. Oh yeah, where they're revealing it like one day at a time. I thought it was a great idea, dude. You mm-hmm. know what they want? Yeah, the countdown. Yeah. yeah, they want traffic on their website. You got to go back every day to check up on it. You don't mm-hmm. have to, but obviously they're going to get more clicks than if they would have just put it out. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we will read that after we get our game of the year and figure out why we were wrong. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Story-based uh, game length. I like six hours, which I feel like a lot of like first-person shooter campaigns were doing that. But I no, there's like ones that are longer. Holiday, yeah. Yeah. Like first Doom, six hours. Second Doom, what, like 12, 20? It was a lot longer. Yeah. It was I think a lot 12. Longer, yeah. yeah, it's like twice as long. But I, I don't know. I think six hours is pretty good for a single player I campaign. I think people were asking him for it to be that long, though. That's the thing. People were like, mm-hmm. all right, we really like Doom 1, but can we get a little bit more value out of the money? Well, yeah, Doom- I think people, if, if people started coming out with six hour games, there'd be more complaints than hoorays. Yeah, well, it depends on how much you're charging for the game, too. And a game like, like a three Doom- to six hour campaign is like a Call of Duty. Yeah. Which is not known for their campaigns. Yeah, but you're you're getting the multiplayer with that, and that's what you're really paying for, getting the the mileage out of. But with Doom, they tried making that multiplayer mode, which looked fun and inventive, but yeah, I, I don't I, think people really took to it. I remember reviewing that. I was like, this is awesome. You get to pick the bad guy you want to be and all this stuff. Yeah, whatever. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jingle Conius. Really oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, I said, unfortunately, it didn't go the way we wanted it to. Ah, no. Uh, Jingle Conius asks, can you guys run down the fantasy league standings? I wonder how the experts did. <laughs> it's more Conius. <laughs> Are we going to have a 2022 season and put some real money in the pot? <laughs> so most most of these uh, fucking, what do you call them? Uh, league. Fantasy uh, league? Fantasy league, thank you. Um, yeah, people, everybody puts money in, then uh, winner you know, takes all or whatever. Yeah. Um, I I can't say that my track record. Uh, well, let's go down the list, Chris. Okay, you know. let's let's go down the list. So I did say are these the finals? This. Is it? It's over, right? Uh, I mean, there is. I think one more game release, but tag is so far ahead that I don't think it matters. Like, no one's going to catch him. Yeah, but we can wait till the exact end of the year before we. Because I did say we were going to give fifty bucks to the winner, which looks like tag. We all like tag, right? We don't mind giving them fifty Everyone bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tag coming in first with 108 points, where Conius is in second, and you, Emilio, were in third. Third what? place. Who <laughs> didn't wow. do anything. Literally, nice. like, logged in once. Well, actually, Twice. Nick, you didn't do anything. Emilio looks like he actually did do some stuff, right? Yeah, uh, like, I halfway through on the podcast, Chris, you were like, you guys still have money, and you, you haven't done your trades or your cancels, and I was like, I might as well go do that. So I went and, like, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I clicked around some stuff, and apparently it helped. Yes, you put five more minutes of effort than Bobby and Nick, and you came in third. Look at the payoff you can get. Look at that. (laughs) How much money am I getting? So, I mean, some of your big ones were Age of Empires 4, New World. I mean, you got Mario Kart or Mario Golf Super Rush. You got Final Fantasy Endwalker on here. I mean, you had some really fucking good picks, dude. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Meanwhile, like five of my games getting delayed. I came in fourth. Nick, I'm not even going to go over yours. You didn't try. Bobby, you Bobby went with fucking auto-pick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby didn't try any of the auto-pick. That's like... T- that's uh, uh. Bobby's a bot. 
Well, it <laughs> didn't really work. I did look, I was right in the middle of the pick order too, which is like a pretty bad spot to be apparently. Cause when you're it's at the, the end, spot. you get like two in a row. So yeah. I, I did not get very good picks. Yeah. But very good auto know. picks. I wanted to do this to see like, like some people from the community played the whole time. And I think that's pretty cool. But do you guys think there's enough of an interest for it? Like, should I do this again? Did you guys think it helped, like, keeping track yeah, of people when actually take released? it seriously? I think you should do it again, but I'm well, not going to. I don't know. A, a problem with fantasy leagues is that people tend to lose interest halfway through, and that's even exaggerated more in this because it lasts an entire year instead of like a like a football season or something. So it's it's kind of. Uh, a pretty big commitment like mini del macho is on there we haven't even seen that guy in months so i think he's died or yeah. not really everyone but he, uh, yeah well maybe actually i don't know do you guys know uh we don't know he was playing wow and then we never saw him again that's oh, what God, I, dude that's what oh I, man and then he disappeared god uh, um definitely i would I, I would morally support this happening again and financially i guess yeah i, I thought it was a good thing i thought it was a positive thing overall. okay cool I'm not negative Nancy over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bobby's like, okay. I didn't win. I don't want So yeah. maybe, maybe I'll run this again, but if Let, you're out there, chat. come to the Discord. I'll make group. an announcement. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, another question from uh, Jingle Conius. 2021 coming to a close. What do you want more of in 2022? What do you want less of? More games, less bullshit. You want to um, extrapolate on that? No, I think I think that's okay. I want that the shit on my tombstone. <laughs> I nailed it. Epitaph. Um, Nick, what about you? I think uh, I think what I really want from twenty twenty two is just consistency. I'm tired of like these highs and lows of games where it's like, oh my god, this game's finally coming out fuck like it has all these microtransactions or like fuck it's all this and that like it just god like just let us know if something's gonna be this way or not before the game comes out like i feel like this is a response to halo (laughs) yeah and yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i I think it is a um i think a lot of very giant very big companies took losses this year and i want to see more of that if they keep their behavior up like things got to change at that higher level guys um i don't know what it is but you're doing it wrong obviously all these mm-hmm. all these legacy triple a companies are just fucking up so if they're going to keep going their way and think about profits before fun then i want them to continue losing money i thought that was a positive a net positive Will be a net positive eventually. I mean, what, what's the what's the saying? Like, hit them where it hurts, and that's the wallet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe these fucking CEOs and and uh, shareholders will realize that. Uh, yeah, you're fucking up when you're trying to squeeze too hard. Yep, <laughs> we're gamers, and we matter. <laughs> All right. Um... I would like to see more co-op. I I don't know. Like, if I did you something, I love co-op games. I would like to see more co-op. I, I feel and like in, in particular, asymmetrical co-op. Right? Like you, you like people 
not they're like role-based co-op sure yeah. but i mean just more co-op in general so I, I feel like i mean i love co-op games especially as i get older that just seems to be the games i enjoy the most um and just i, I kind of feel like it's the right direction for gaming in general to go in because for the longest time it felt like online gaming was just pvp and really the only way you have fun is by making someone else have a worse time with PVP. Mm-hmm. You know, you shoot somebody, they're on a 60-second timeout, they respawn, they shoot you, you're on a 60-second timeout. You're basically just, like, stealing fun from everybody. Um, but then, you know, they, they've done stuff to uh, kind of mitigate that, especially with, like, Battle Royale games. But co-op, I just think, is, like... and Okay, going back a little bit, like, that whole, like, stealing people's fun thing, I feel like that is kind of, like, informed gaming culture in general, and, like, especially old gamers like us, we've all just grown up, and I stole the soapbox from you, by the way, I'm no, sorry. No, I like <laughs> I, I'm digging but it. I, I feel like that's kind of, like, made us all, like, just used to games being kind of, like, a negative, aggressive area, and then you have co-op, where it's like, hey, we're working together, and if you do co-op right, then you're having a good time, and your good time helps someone else have a good time. So I just feel like it's a more positive experience, and that's why I like co-op games, and I would like to see more of it, and it seems like we had a lot of co-op games this year aliens fire teams um i want to play that dude like i'm willing to throw down some money it's on sale or there was something happening with that uh it's coming to xbox game pass oh yeah it's coming to xbox game pass yeah look it up chris i saw that somewhere look it up chris (laughs) i'm about to look it up chris um yeah but when it hits what you're saying is you're a communist (laughs) (laughs) i want everyone to have a, a good time yeah uh, Aliens Fire Team coming to Xbox Game Pass it's, in December, no, December fourteenth. It's done already. Oh, okay, it's already on there. Is it okay. on there? Yeah. Can we play tonight? <laughs> so yeah, we got to check that out because I, I really want to check uh, yeah, or too. play that game, um, and hopefully more people will jump into it now that it's on on Game Pass. But yeah, some more co-op. Uh, what do I want to see less of? I don't know. You know, as much as like Blizzard's been the punching bag lately, I was thinking about this the other day, like is there redemption for blizzard like could they I, oh yeah could, could they like i feel like they still have it in them you know One, they're like darth vader and return of the jedi dude they're, they're still good in them right they could come back even if it's diablo 3 comes out one world of warcraft diablo 4 yeah no i mean oh okay like like how well it was received when mm-hmm. it came out you do that again and yeah, you're right back in everybody's good graces. Everybody loves a comeback story. America loves a comeback story. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Like Diablo 3 and pretty much any Blizzard game at, at this point, I feel like they're still kind of manipulative and exploitative of people's times. Like they really like just have like the they you're like a rat on a wheel with those games you know you're just like it's grindy like all their games are grindy and they're designed to be that way just to keep keep people playing and keep those maus up you know so i i don't know i for me like yeah the they got a huge problem with uh uh everything that they're dealing with with bobby kodak and like all the harassment and abuse going on there and yeah that needs to be dealt with but they also like i feel like their games like I don't know. There just needs to be a change to the way that they do the games that they make. When a Blizzard game came out, it used to be a fucking yeah. It was an event, thing. dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody stopped what they were playing just to play it. And now I give two shits about whatever they're dropping next. I told you guys once they start doing fucking remakes, it's bad news. 
but mm-hmm. the, bringing out the the hits, yeah. <laughs> playing the old hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like a band. Once you start playing, I don't know. The old but hits. but the thing is, too, like Blizzard or Activision Blizzard, I guess we should call them at this point. They're such a big company now that they have to monetize and they got to make big bucks. So I don't think we're ever going to get any more games like we we used to that yeah. that don't make you feel like a a rat or a hamster on a wheel. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We're right. They're wrong. All All right. What's everybody playing this week? Mountain Blade Uh, Warband. Yeah, Mountain Blade Warband. Mountain Blade 2. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'll be playing that too. Uh, For the King was mentioned this episode, and that's a game that's always been, I always wanted to go back to it. I didn't, I played it like one week. Christian and I played it, and, you know, I talked about it on the podcast, and then it's always kind of been on my mind as a game that I want to revisit. So maybe that. Um, and then maybe Aliens Fire Team. Yeah, that's it's free call. on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, speak. So I'm gonna. This is my new thing. I'm gonna try to do it every episode. I'm gonna thank everybody, and then I'm gonna say titties and some stupid shit, and then I'm gonna try to do a recap while the uh, credits are rolling, uh, and not try to fuck it up. It it's all it's. I'm balancing how much alcohol versus blood in my system, um, how much talking I've already It's going to be how fast you can talk, really. Yeah, really. (laughs) So uh, speaking speaking for Bobby, Nick, Chris, and myself, uh, timed out titties. Here we go. On the radar was Super Meat Boy Forever, Final Fantasy Remake, Baldur's Gate, uh, Alliance, um, uh, Noble, Noble Fates, Deep Rock Galactic Board Game, Milk inside of a bag of milk inside of a bag of milk. Windows 11. Magic uh, the Gathering of Alchemy. This is highlights. But uh, uh, okay, bye.